welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. A factor that many people get wrong in business and in sales, reading the signals and signs that someone else is giving you. And um, I wanted to, and, and, and not just the signals and the signs, but what they're, they're, they're saying to you. And I wanted to start this off by telling you a story. And uh, the story is this. I, when I was uh, younger, when I, my first job when I left uh, university was I went to work for a big computer networking company called 3Com. And uh, 3Com, we did computer networking equipment and they were, uh, I was a product specialist in uh, one of their divisions based in Hemel Hempstead and I enjoyed it. And if you if you listen, if you ever worked at 3Com, um, come and connect with me on LinkedIn. I loved 3Com for a long time. I was there seven years. It was a brilliant start to my, to my journey and, and career in business. And I uh, worked for this division and basically I had the opportunity to go out and I was lucky. I got to go out and sell uh, to see the world. And um, I, I want to tell you a story about reading um, the, the signals and signs from people because it's something that people do wrong. But let me share this story with you. So basically, I was asked to go and present in Beijing. So this is uh, this would have been 1998, 19, yeah, about 1990. I joined Three Com in 97, so maybe 97, 98. So quite some time ago. But anyway, I was uh, really excited about going out to, 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 to I was a you know, 23, 21, 22 year old lad. I can't remember how old I was then, but quite young. And I was basically being flown out um, on business class. I was flying business class flights to, to places around the world to present. And um, I, I, I basically you know, was, was excited about that. And I talked to my boss because I had to be there for the Monday. And I said to him, hey, any chance I can, you know, you know, my boss, Nick, and I said to him, any chance I can you know, go out there for the Friday so I can be there for the weekend? Anyway, she said, yeah, no worries at all. So I was excited. I've never been to China before in my life. And I was thinking, oh my goodness me, this is incredible. So I, um, so basically I decided, okay, great. Well, I get, on the, get to, 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 to Beijing early and I had to, to pay for the hotel. I think, I, don't, I can't remember if the company sorted out. Anyway, long story short, I was out there in Beijing. So Saturday morning, got there for a Friday night and I was there Saturday. So I thought, wow, I'm going to have a little look around and go on a tour. So, um, you know, of course, if you're in Beijing, if you haven't been there, there's some incredible sights to see. There's the, uh, the Tiananmen Square. Um, there's the... Uh, the temples that are there, the incredible place to, to go, an incredible culture. And, and, and I have to say, I loved it. I haven't been back for quite some time, but I, I loved it. And, and one of the, of course, the other thing, things that I saw, which was great, was the Great Wall of China. And by the way, if you've never seen it, it's an incredible how, it's one of the only man-made things that can be seen from, from space. But anyway, this, this, uh, uh, the, this incredible phenomenon, the Great Wall of China, is just breathtaking to see it. And I was like, wow. So we, we, we had this amazing tour. Um, and we started early in the morning around eight o'clock and then we got to about lunchtime. And, um, and I was the only person probably from a Western country. A lot of the other people that were there were tourists from other parts of China, for a couple of people from Hong Kong, a couple of people from, um, from Taiwan that were there. So I was the, the, the only, um, uh, certainly the only uh, you know, person from, from, a, from the UK there on that table. And um, anyway, so we were having this lunch and um, Suddenly, the uh, and this this story. By the way, I hope you're not going to be offended by it. If you are, apologies. It's not meant to offend. It's meant to to, to just share a story about how you can read the signals. Anyway, so I was trying to, you know, a young man trying to be in in, in this environment, and and I was struggling with chopsticks, as many people are. So if you go into an, uh, an oriental restaurant and uh, you you try and use chopsticks, I was struggling with chopsticks, 
and, um, and I was trying to pick up the rice and lovely food that was being served to us. And the waitress came over, this lovely young lady, and at the time I was, uh, I think if I was either sing single or, I can't remember if I was single or uh, if I was with, with my girlfriend at the time, but anyway, she, she came over and, uh, and she said to me, and she looked at me and she said, you want to fuck? And I, then I looked and I was a bit like, I was a bit stunned. I was like, I don't, I don't quite get what's going on here. Bloody hell, I was like, I was like taken aback. And, and she just looked at me and she smiled again and she said, you want to fuck? And I was like, what, what's going on here? What, am I, what do I do? I'm a 20 year old, you know, I was like thinking, this is, this, is, this is mad, I don't know what to say here, what do I do? And she pointed to this curtain behind the back of where the restaurant is. You wanna fuck? I was like, is this a local custom? What do I do? What, 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 what's, what do I do in this situation? Like, I, I just didn't know what, what, what I wanted to do. And I was about to literally stand up and walk towards the curtain and goodness knows what would have happened. I'd have been arrested. And the chap that was on the table next to me, he just looked at me and said, she asks if you want a fork. Oh, so basically I'd misread the sign. Now, again, you might think I've got a weird mind or whatever else, but the way she said it, it was guaranteeing me it was that word. And my point here is I misread the sign and the story about that, hopefully you find it a little bit entertaining, is that um, I read the sign, she was asking me if I wanted a fork to eat my food with, and I thought she was saying something else. But the point is this, there is so many times in sales that people misread the signs, and it's very easily done, as I've just shown you with that story. And the reality is when it happens, um, it's, it's one of the things that can really put your sales deal off kilter and off course. And being able to read people and being able to read the signs that people are giving you and what they're not giving you, I think is one of those really critical skills that you have to develop in sales. And it comes from experience and it comes from having a very astute and a, an acute sense of self-awareness to know situations. It comes from education to be able to know what people's body languages are giving off and the signals they're giving off and what they're saying to you. Uh, and it also comes from you not being needy and desperate and wanting to, to, to feel that everyone has to please you. And I think with, within sales situations a lot of the time, there is so many people who will read a situation wrongly and read a signal wrongly. And as a result of that, then take an action which then undoes lots of good, good work that they do or causes problems. Another example of that, which I, you know, reading the signals, uh, where people get it badly wrong, was um, I had a, a conversation with, with someone who was told that um, that they were going to have that they were going to have a conversation with. It was a person that was buying a service, and they were going to have a conversation with their boss. And what that person misread that to be was that they should go and have a conversation with their boss, not for the person who worked in that company to do it. And long story short, they went around the outside of this person, went above them to the, 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 the chief executive or the managing director to have this conversation. And by doing that, by misreading those signals and those signs, the person that was their champion got really frustrated and hacked off as a result of that and then said they didn't want to go forward with the deal. So I guess my point that I'm trying to get across to you here is two things. Firstly, in sales and sales situations, you really, really have to be sure, or firstly, firstly become 
really an expert in reading and understanding other people and what they're singling and sending to you. And part of that is not just in the words people say. There's this great Moravian study that shows that in communication, in the success of a communication, only 7% of it is in the words that people say, but the other 93% is in how they say it and the way they deliver it. And so one of the things I encourage you to do is, is become an absolute expert in being able to read signals and signs from people and what they're saying and what they're not saying so that you can be in a position to really get to the bottom of what someone's looking to do or what they're saying. And of course, in sales situations sometimes, people won't tell you exactly what they're thinking. Unfortunately, people will sometimes tell you something and don't mean it or they'll say they're okay. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say I'm a man that with my wife, sometimes I've learned over time that when she says she's okay and I look at her and I can see that she's not, she says to me she's okay, but I've read enough of the signs to go, something's not right. And that's not just with my wife, it's with friends and family members and other people where I can, I can sense from their conversation and what they've said to me that something isn't quite right. And uh, one of the things that I encourage you to do is get really in tune with that. Get really attuned to what people are really thinking and seeing and saying. And in sales situations, we want to be attuned to that, to, to that aspect. Because if someone, you know, and Chris Voss, again, I reference Chris Voss a lot. His book, Never Split the Difference, he was an FBI negotiator, talks about three yeses, where there's this one yes, which is a counterfeit yes. Someone's saying to you yes, but they'd rather lie to you and say yes rather than create a confrontation where they say no and then it not go the way they want it to. So become an expert at being able to read those signals and signs from people. That's the first thing. And the second thing is then the good salespeople, the great salespeople will then be able to use that information to clarify and confirm and not just take the emotional reaction from that situation, but really deal with that moment right then and now rather than ignore it go off and try and do something and then get caught into a problem later down the line. So for example, in that situation where you feel someone's telling you something but it's not quite right, a great way to handle that is to say, look, it could be me, I could be completely wrong here, but I just sent something wasn't right. Be honest with me, how are you feeling? Or it could be me, I could be wrong here, but I, I got a sense that that wasn't quite how you felt about it, or you didn't feel quite comfortable, or it wasn't quite right for you, or you didn't really mean what you said there, tell me what you're thinking. Now, if they come back and say, no, it was all great. I actually felt really good about it. Cool. Great. No problem. I just wanted to confirm. But being able to reconfirm the situation with someone or reconfirm what's happened is a critical factor within being able to build sales relationships and develop business over time. And one of the things that ambiguity causes is, you know, it causes and what assumptions cause is, is problems. And, and we assume things, we see things and we assume things. And my, you know, if I'd have gone in that China, you know, if I, when I was in China in that story and, and you know, goodness knows what would have happened, it probably wouldn't have happened because you would have, she would have, she would have said to me, get back down and sit at your seat. But I assumed something and I was wrong to assume it. So use simple questions to clarify things. I wanted just to clarify what you meant by that. I wanted to make sure we get this right for you. So can we just clarify this, this, and this, rather than going forward and doing something that's not quite right? And being able to make sure we get that clarity and that confirmation from people is really, really important as well. So look, the, 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 the whole idea of, of, of my podcast is to share stories of when things go right and wrong. There's lots of things that I've done in the past where I've not made the right decisions and I've reacted in a different way. And experience maybe teaches you a lot. 
but become, if I can get you to do two things that I think can absolutely improve the way in which you get sales success, it's to be in a position where you learn to read the signals and the signs that people are giving you and the things that they're saying to you and also the things that they're not saying to you. They may utter words, but remember that Moravian study, 93% of a communication is not in the words, it's in the tone and the way people do things. So if someone's saying it's okay, but their body language is giving something different, then be in a position where you can react and respond to that. And the second part of that is then use your, those senses to clarify or to qualify or, to, or to, to, to talk about that situation. I sense something's not quite right. I could be wrong, but I got the feeling that this is, you don't feel comfortable here or this isn't quite right for you. Be honest with me, where you're thinking, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to go and do something that wastes, you know, makes it, you know, waste both of our time. What are you thinking? And use that time to clarify that situation. And if they go, no, I'm, I'm really good, it's all good, and I'm really comfortable, I'm really happy with that, the idea of that, the proposal, great, I wanted to make sure that so that we can you know, be, be honest with each other. When you clarify, you save yourself time, you save yourself hassle, and you save yourself embarrassing situations like I could have had in China. So it's a real skill to be able to do those things, and I encourage you to, to have those elements in place. Read the signs, become an expert in reading people and understanding the, the logic around things, and clarify that situation. Don't walk away, don't leave that conversation and think, oh, it's okay and it'll be fine. You're gonna create a problem for yourself later down the line. Use your sixth sense, your senses that you've built up, your, your self-awareness skills to clarify the situation and to make sure that you're not gonna waste time doing something that then yeah, could save you hassle in, in the future. And if you can do those two things, it's gonna put you in a good position to read people better, read the signals, read the situation, to then know how to respond to get the right reaction and result you want. So look, that's um, my uh, podcast for today. As I always do with these podcasts, I hope you found that useful and the story was helpful. I wanted just to, um, as I always finish off with a inspirational story, and I wanted to share a story of a lady called Kate Jaden, who um, a number of years back now, the record's been overtaken, but she became, it's a lady from Derby, and, and she ran 106, I think, marathons it was consecutively. And you might remember from a previous podcast, I talked about a guy called Gary McKee that wrote uh, the run 365, but Kate Jaden, you know, nearly set the record for this number of years ago. Um, incredible story, 106 consecutive days to run a marathon. It just blows me away that someone's got that ability and that, that commitment to achieve such incredible things and, 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 the, and the cause she did it for was important. But when we realise what we're capable of as human beings and we put our mind to something, nothing's impossible. So have a look at Kate Jaden. She's a great inspiration. But I hope today's podcast has helped you. It's given you some inspiration, some ideas on reading the right signals so that you don't make the mistake that I nearly made in China. But if you do read things right and you clarify, you're going to be in a position to get the right result at the right time, which is what we all want. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please like and share it. Um, talk to other people about it. Let's make sure that they, uh, maybe you've got a funny story to tell around a, uh, a reading the signals uh, badly as well. Reach out to me on social media. I'd love to hear the story and so that we can maybe share it in a future podcast. But that's it for me from today. Have a great week ahead and speak to you next week and see you soon. Take care. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.